Hi, I'm Dr. Ted Spear, pastor of the Fundamental Baptist Church International in Boshain, Kumasi. There's such a need in our lives for healing. Today's message will be the first of two messages on that subject of healing. Please watch and pay attention as I try to help you spiritually, emotionally, and mentally. God bless you. I want to talk to you today about a subject that is very important to many people. I want to talk to you today about the subject of healing. Much is talked about in churches concerning the subject of healing. Healing is much sought after by people. All people seek healing. Hospitals and pharmacies are filled with people seeking healing. Our prayers are filled with requests to God for the healing of our own bodies or the healing of someone we know that we love. The vast majority of this healing that we're praying about and that we're seeking after is physical healing. However, the most important healing that is needed by all people is not physical at all. The truth is this. We as human beings live on a, in, a, in a world that is cursed because of sin. The Bible teaches us that, that God created man. He created man and woman in the Garden of Eden, and He called them Adam and Eve. And the Bible says that He told Adam not to eat of a certain fruit in the midst of the garden. And the Bible says that if... Adam were to eat that fruit, that he would die. And we know that Adam did eat that fruit. And we know from the scriptures in Genesis chapter 3 that God placed a curse upon Adam. He placed a curse upon Eve. He placed a curse upon the earth because of sin. He put us under the curse of death, and sickness, and disease. These things are the reality of everyone. Everyone that has lived has died except those of us that happen to be on earth right now. This earth has been spinning and has been here for about 6,000 years. Right now, to find anyone that's over 115 years old would be extremely rare. To find someone even over the age of 100 would be very rare. It happens. The oldest man in the Bible was 969 years old. So we know that the vast majority of people that have lived, they've all died. Every person in the Bible that was healed by Jesus Christ died. None of them got complete healing. None of them were healed eternally. They all again got sick and died. There is no such thing in this earth as perfect health. Every one of us, to some degree, are sick and diseased and aging, and one day we're going to die. Today, I feel pretty good. I feel, I feel better today than I've felt in many days. But I'm still a sick man, an aging man. A man who's going to die one day, and so are you. You're going to die one day. You will be sick. You will be diseased. You will die. That's just a fact. 
we are under a curse. You see, though we seek physical healing, though it's the most sought after healing that we actually pray about and we look for and we go to doctors for and we go to pharmacies for, there are other types of healing that are more important and that can be had by everyone. There are other types of healing that we can have, that we can enjoy. The word healing means to repair, to restore, to relieve, to cure. The Bible says this in Psalm 41 and verse number 4. It says, I said, Lord, be merciful unto me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against thee. Heal my soul. God, cure my soul. God, relieve my soul. The Bible says in Luke chapter 4, verse 18, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because He hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. It mentions to heal the brokenhearted. You see, there's a type of healing of our emotions that we can have. Our heart is where, is that part of you where you feel, to where you have emotions, gladness, sadness, joy, despair. It is that part of you where you feel and you think and you have desires. And sometimes we may be physically in fairly good health, but in our heart, we're brokenhearted. We're down, we're discouraged, we're sad, we're grieved. And this verse talks about healing the brokenhearted. The psalmist said, heal my soul. So the Bible speaks of healing, not just about physical healing, but it speaks about emotional healing, spiritual healing, mental healing healing. We don't have to suffer in those ways. Or I should say, we don't have to continue to suffer. Now again, we don't live in a perfect world. And there'll be times that our hearts are broken. There'll be times that our minds are not at peace because we're human, because we live in a sinful world. But it doesn't have to stay that way. Our lives do not have to be described as a life filled with mental and emotional anguish. Our lives do not have to be described as us being spiritually sick. We can be healthy in our mind, in our heart, and in our spirit. We don't have to suffer in these ways. We can have victory. We can have healing. Even when our physical body is sick, we can have health in our mind, in our heart, in our spirit. And I want to talk to you today about how to have that healing. But first of all, I must convince you from the Scriptures that that is a reality, that that is something that God wants us to have and has provided for us. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 1, in verse number 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. We are to praise God because he hath given us hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Verse number four. To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that fadeth not away reserved in heaven for you. We have something, God has something for us, an inheritance for us. It is reserved in heaven for us. It is incorruptible, it is undefiled, and it will not fade away. We have and can have as, as believers the expectation of eternal life. The Bible says in verse 5, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. God is ready to reveal something to us. He's ready to reveal deliverance, salvation to us. He's ready to show us eternal life. And that is where we will experience physical healing. That is where we will get a new body and no longer have to suffer in this body and in this world, in this life. And that's to come. And God said that He keeps us by His power. And we can have hope and joy in that future heaven because of the power of God to keep us in that, in that place of salvation. Verse number 6. Wherein ye greatly rejoice. And that's the key I want to key in here on this passage. Wherein ye greatly rejoice. We are to greatly rejoice in the hope of eternity, in the hope of salvation, in the hope of redemption in heaven. We can greatly rejoice now in this life. We can have joy now in this world because of what we know to be true. Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season... If need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. Even though we are in heaviness, even though that something is weighing upon you, even though you must bear burdens in this life, even though at times you will be discouraged because of what you are having to go through in this life, you can greatly rejoice. Even though you're being tempted by many trials, you can greatly rejoice. Even though physically you have to go through suffering, you can rejoice in your mind, in your heart, in your soul, in your spirit because of the truth that there is eternity, that there's a heaven, that there's a promise awaiting you in Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Verse 7 says that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen, ye love, in whom though now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. I want you to notice that phrase, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Though these people are going through difficult times, they can have joy that's unspeakable. 
You said, preacher, what's that mean? That means joy that is so wonderful, you cannot describe it to other people. You can choose words, you can try to explain it, but your words will not do justice to the joy you feel in your heart. I can stand here today and say with confidence that no words can do justice to the joy that I have experienced in my relationship with God. It is joy unspeakable. I stand here today and I preach to you. And I'm not physically healthy. I'm not physically healed. I have physical problems. But my heart rejoices. My soul is healthy. My spirit, my relationship with God is a great one. Because they, these, these areas of healing, these areas of health are something that we can have in this world. And that's what this, these verses are telling us, that we can rejoice with joy unspeakable, even though we go through trials. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 4, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. The Bible tells us here that we can have access to something wonderful. Something that will keep our hearts and minds. The word keep means to, to protect, to guard. The Bible says that our hearts and minds can be healthy and can be strong through the peace of God. We can have peace in our hearts. We can have peace in our soul, even though we go through great trials, even though we face great temptations, even though we deal with heavy burdens, we can have peace in our heart. It's called the peace of God. And the Bible says it passes all understanding. See, preacher, what does that mean? That means there's no knowledge that you can have that's greater than the peace of God. I don't understand everything. I don't understand why some things have to happen. I don't understand always why I can't be healthy, why I can't be strong. I don't understand why some people go through things far worse than me. I don't understand sometimes why God takes a child early in life or why he takes a father from a home why he chooses to do some of the things that bring suffering into our life. I don't understand everything, but I can have peace with God in every situation. In every situation, I can have God with me to help me to bear my burdens, to help me to deal with my trials. The peace of God, it's better than understanding. If you understood all things and knew all things, but God was not with you, you would not be at peace. I'd rather have God with me and be at peace Why, while I endure physical weaknesses and trials, and while I go through hurts and temptations. 
Because in that, I can greatly rejoice. In that, I can say that I have joy unspeakable. This passage that we just read in Philippians chapter number 4, it alludes, it, it speaks of mental health in two different ways. It says, be careful for nothing. What does that mean? Well, it means don't worry. Don't fret. Don't, be, don't let your mind be full of thoughts and worries for anything. Because God is with us. And if we will learn to take our problems to God in prayer, then we can have the peace of God. Be careful for nothing. You do not have to go through this life mentally sick. You don't have to go through this life emotionally hurting and sick and unhealthy. You don't have to go through this life spiritually unhealthy. You can have victory. You can have healing. There are and there is a cure for your mind and your heart and your spirit. Now, you may have to deal with physical problems, and I'm sure many of you, if not all of you today, are dealing with physical problems. But there is help for you. And by the way, the world is filled with, with people who claim that they can heal your physical problems. Well, it's not true. There are plenty of fake healers out there who claim to heal people. If they're so powerful, why don't they get out in the street and heal everybody like Jesus did? No, the truth is we're under a curse because of sin. And we have to live in a life where we're not going to have physical health. But we can have mental, emotional, and spiritual health. And I want to help you with that. And we're going to look into these two passages again, and we're going to look at some of these verses, and I'm going to give you some truths here, some things you need to know. Six things that you need to know on how to have mental and emotional and spiritual health. And the first one is this. The Bible, the Bible says again in 1 Peter 1, 6, that wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. We must understand, if we're going to be mentally and emotionally and spiritually healthy, we must understand that suffering is a part of life. If you go through life with unrealistic expectations, if you go through life thinking that you're always going to have access to good health and no problems, then that's, that's not reality, and you're going to experience unnecessary disappointments. When you think life is not supposed to bring suffering, you're going to experience unnecessary disappointments. No, we have to understand that trials and temptations are a part of this life that we live. God said that 
if need be, ye are in heaviness. That means something is weighing upon you. Something is pressuring you. There is no escaping pressure in this life. No one escapes it. You will have to deal with suffering and affliction in this life. And the sooner you understand that, and the sooner you accept that, then the greater mental and emotional and spiritual health that you can have. When you understand that suffering and affliction is a part of this life. When you think that no enemies exist and that somehow you're going to make it through life with no accusations and no attacks and no problems from other people, you're setting yourself up for unrealistic expectations. Betrayal will happen. People are going to disappoint you. People are going to lie about you. People are going to falsely accuse you. These things are going to come in your life, and you must accept it, and you must know it, and you must look at life realistically, that these things happen. Why? Because we live in a world filled with human beings, and human beings are sinners. And betrayal and things, it's going to happen. Accusations are going to come. And you do not have to be mentally and emotionally broken because of what others do to you. You can have health in your inner being if you first understand that hurts and trials and suffering and affliction is a part of life and you're ready for it, and you understand it. I'll give you this illustration, and then we'll come back next week, and we'll finish giving you this message. But there was a young lady. She was born crippled. Her arms and her legs were deformed, and she had not been able to walk. She'd been in a wheelchair now for many, many years, all her life. She's a young lady now. And her, her desire was to be able to walk. And she believed that it could happen. She believed God could heal her, and God can heal. But folks, God doesn't choose to heal most of us because we're under a curse. She decided one day to go to a, one of these faith healing services, a very well-known, worldwide-known so-called preacher who claimed to heal people. She went to one of his services, and as she began to make her way in her wheelchair to the front of the auditorium to the stage, she found out that not every sick person is allowed to come near the platform. She found out that what these fake healers do is they have men who stand in the aisles and if you're really sick and you really got a lot of physical problems, they don't even let you get near the platform because they know they can't heal you. And as she began to try to make her way towards the, the stage to the platform so she could get this healing that she so desperately wanted and she so desperately believed she could have, she was stopped and she was turned aside. Many of you are living, in, living life thinking that somehow that you're going to get 
physical healing, that all your problems are going to go away. You've got your heart and mind set on that. And when it doesn't happen, it crushes you. Well, if you're going to have a healthy heart and a healthy mind, a healthy spirit, you're going to have to understand something. You're not going to be able to make all your problems go away. The only way to have peace in your heart, your mind, your spirit is to be willing to accept the fact that we live in a sin-cursed world and that we will deal with problems and some of us will have to deal with tremendous affliction. But in the midst of that affliction, God can be with us and he can keep our hearts and minds. I've got to end it for today, but we'll come back next week and I'll give you five more points about how to be mentally and emotionally and spiritually healthy. I hope you'll come back next week to the Fundamental Hour. Thank you for watching today. We'd like to hear from you. If you have any comments, if we've been a help to you, please reach out to us and let us know about it. God bless you. And thank you.